Continuing the Gemara on the bottom of Samachvov Omid Beis, about six lines up in the middle of the sugi over here, that they had asked the Talmidim of Rav had sent a Shaila to Shmuel, uh, basically very similar to our Mishnah, and we came out that the Shaila was that when the Mishnah said that you said to two Edim to write the get and give it, of course, are we talking about writing in terms of signatures? But actually, someone else could actually write the star. Or when they said, or when he said write, he actually meant that they should write the star themselves. Because if it means they should write the star themselves, then of course, if someone else writes it, it's possible. But if he just meant when he said write, he meant signatures, chasima, signing. But actually, someone else could write it. Meaning, as the Gemara explained, and even though we hold mili loimimsrim l'shtiach, when you tell someone to do something, they're not allowed to go ahead and tell somebody else. But in the case of emir imru, if you specifically tell them that they can appoint someone else. So they're acting on your behalf to appoint that other shliach. That would be okay. So in this case, assuming that when the Baal said to the two Edim, Ksiva, he meant signatures, he's telling them, I want you to write it, and by implicit, you can imply from there that he's actually telling them that it's okay if they tell somebody else to go ahead and write it. And that was Shmuel Suffolk in our Mishnah. So we're six lines up at the bottom. This was all on the assumption that Omer Imru is better than Midah the Mimsel the Shiach. That if he tells us specifically, it works. Is that true that Rabbi is Moida that even though Midah the Mimsel the if you don't tell him specifically, but when you tell him specifically or imply it, that's good enough? But tonight we have a very interesting Allah. It's a Mishnah later on. The Mishnah says, that Pashup Shat, the way you read that Mishnah is, is that that which we talk about that you need to have Edim. On a get, it's not so poshit. Because you don't have to have two aid. Because the cipher who writes the get, that is also a form of Aden. His writing itself is Aden. And therefore, if you, you have one aid signed on the get, plus the ksav, the ksav of the cipher himself, that's considered two aid. But, remember of Yermia. Rav Yirmiya had a very interesting pshat in that Mishnah. Rav Yirmiya said, it's not like what I just said, that the writing of the star itself is considered the signature of the, of the cipher. No. It's not the ksav of the cipher, it's the signature of the cipher. The cipher writes the star, and then the cipher acts as one of the Edom by signing it himself. So the cipher writes at the bottom of the star his signature, plus one other eight, and that counts. Now, that is trouble. Why is that trouble? Because, as we've been explaining throughout the sugya, the person who signs on the shtar has to be someone that's mamuna ayedei the bal. And you have over here a psychological problem. The psychological problem is, is that if you hire a cipher to write the get, it's kind of insulting to then tell the cipher you can't sign on it. No, someone else is going to sign it. We think you're good enough to write it, but we don't think you're good enough to sign it. I want to be mechabed somebody else. I know sort of a covet. Everything in our days is a covet. That would be a COVID to have him sign it. And, and therefore, what ends up, what could end up happening is, is that if, if we, Chazal would say that the signature of the cipher is no good at all, so there's no problem. But once you say the signature of the cipher counts, and if he signs on it, that's good enough, you have an issue over here. Because it could be the cipher is going to sign when he wasn't supposed to, and no one's going to want to insult him and tell him not. And then you're going to have a cipher signing when he's not supposed to sign. Now, obviously, we're not talking about a case where the Baal told him yes or no. Right? Obviously, if you need the Baalim to tell him directly, then we're going to have an issue over here, because if he didn't hear from the Baalim, he wouldn't do it. We're talking about where there's a third party who's setting this all up, our case of our Mishnah, where the Baal tells to aid him to take care of it. They see the Sefer writing it, and they're embarrassed to tell the Sefer no. 
So they let the Sefer sign. Is that going to be an issue or not? Now, Rav Yirmiya said that the Peshat and the mission over there is, it's not an issue. It's okay. The Sefer could sign. No Takala is going to come out. Why? V'yamar of Chista, money. the only way that mission makes sense, according to Rav Yirmiya's Peshat, is, Rav Yaisi, that would only work according to Rav Yaisi, who says, and therefore, the Sefer is not going to sign unless he was directly told by the Baalim to sign. He can't be told by a third party, because the third party, if the third party, if the Adem were told to sign, the Adem are not allowed to go ahead and tell the Sefer to sign, in which case the Sefer won't do it. Sefer knows, he has to hear it directly from the Bible, and therefore if the Sefer signs, it's not going to be a Takala, because it must be heard directly from the Bible. But if you hold, like the other Shita, that Mili Mimsrim L'Shliach, so when the Sefer is writing it, the Sefer turns to the Adem and says, can I sign? They might just be embarrassed and say yes, and the Sefer doesn't realize that they, they, he's not really, he was really not supposed to, and they're not really going to appoint him because, in this case, the Bailem wants those two and not these, uh, not the Sefer, and he could come out at that call Oh, but wait a second, says the Gemara. These talk about the Mother of Yaisi by Mimru, if you're going to say like we've been saying now, that even Yaisi's Mother, that you can have a thir- a someone else appointed if he's told specifically remember there's three cases Case one first case is when the Bailam tells these Adam I only want you then there's no question they can't tell somebody else there's the neutral case where he says I point to you and then we're debating whether they can appoint somebody else that's the classic case of and then the third case is when he specifically tells the Adam you can or you should appoint somebody else now we're saying till now the Rebbe is by Omer Imru and therefore by the case where he told the Adim to sign, but he told them to get someone else to write, that's okay. Now, wait a second. Let's go back to this halacha here of Revirmia. If it's okay when he tells the Adim to sign, if he tells them specifically, go get the cipher to sign, then we're back in this case here, where the cipher might sign, he really, he really was not supposed to, because they'll think it was Aymer Imru. It says, You can have trouble. Really, the Bible is going to say, I want the Sefer to write it, and I specifically want two other people to sign it, not the Sefer. Because they don't want to insult the Sefer. They'll tell the Sefer to sign. The Sefer thinks that it was a case of Aymer Imru, but really is not. And for the fact that we're not chayshish for this, it must be that Omer Imru is also no good. And therefore, there's no possibility of the Sefer ever signing without him hearing it directly from the Baal. And that's why it's okay if he signs, because he'll only sign if he heard it directly from the Baal. So, L'chayr, there's a raya that Rishi does not moida by Omer Imru. And for the Gemara, no. Since we're going to say at the bottom of the Yomot, Kosher V'loi Sasa can be Yisrael, this kind of situation, where the Bailam is not directly involved with the Minui, the Bailam is telling this one to go do this, and this one to go do that, we really don't want that situation happening. As the Gemara is going to explain at the bottom of the Yomot, there's a problem over here. And the problem over here is we're afraid that Isha, who wants to get divorced, and the husband does not want to divorce her, she will go hire Adim to come and say, the Baal said this, the Baal said that, the Baal said the other thing. And therefore, the, the, uh, the Sefer and other Adim will write and sign the get, assuming the Baal appointed them, and really the Baal did not appoint them, it could come out trouble. It's a gazera. And therefore, it's kosher. If, it, if, if someone comes to bed and says, the Baal sent me, we believe him, but we prefer not to have this case. If that's the case, it's the Gemara. So you're right. Really, Aymer Imru is okay. But since the situation is not Shriach, Chazal did not have to make a takana to worry about it, and therefore they let the Sefer sign as an aid. Some of it still. You don't need an Imru case. What about a situation 
where he tells two Edim, you tell the Edim, the Sefer, to write the Shtar, and you two directly sign. So he's telling them directly to sign. That's normal. That's a totally kosher case, Lechaira. Vazi Hanach Meshim for the Sefer. When it comes time for the Sefer to finish writing the Shtar, again, they, the Sefer is embarrassed. The Sefer will sign, thinking it's good. Well, it's not exactly clear why this kasha is any different than the previous kasha. The whole idea was is that this normally doesn't happen. The Sefer won't do it. But the Gemara is assuming it's a little different case. In the first case, you appointed someone to tell to Adam to sign. Here you're telling them directly to sign. Says the Gemara, Amri, Hainami, Koshev, Leisasu. No, this is the same Thalacha, as we'll see in the Gemara on the bottom. In this case, also Chazal said we prefer this whole case never exists, and therefore it's Leishchiach. That's not so simple. We'll see a machlekes about this in the Gemara in a minute. That this case is fine, because this case you're telling him directly, so then it's a case that could normally happen. If it's a case that can normally happen, you have a situation where you're going to be embarrassed and let the Sefer sign. Says the Gemara, you're right. The truth is, Rabbi Yaisi himself holds that and even even when you told him specifically, directly, it's no good. That's Rabbi Yaisi's shita. But Shmuel, the reason he was mesopic, is Shmuel definitely paskin But Shmuel was mesopic if we say that by Omer Imru as well. And that's why he said, whether we pass like Rabbi Yaisi by Omer Imru. Rabbi Yaisi himself definitely said it in that case. Gufa. Amar Shmuel. Amar Rabbi. Halacha Rabbi Yaisi Dabar Mila Mimsul they argued about Now again, we had two pshat in the mayor. We explained yesterday from Abayan and Rav on Daf Chavetes. Chavetes. According to Abaya, Remeir Mamish argues that Mila the Mimsul Lashliach, and Remeir holds Mili is Mimsul Lashliach. According to Rava, even Remeir agrees Mila the Mimsul Lashliach. Remeir just said when you do it in front of a bezdin, that's like Emir Imru when it's okay. And Rebbeisi holds Bezdin, I remember it was all not okay. But either way, since they argue Rebbeisi, Ma'ra Rebbe, Leimar Alacha Kebbeisi. So whatever the point is, if Rebbeisi versus Remeir, why are we paskating like Rebbeisi? So like, this is a question in Klole Psak. So when you have these giants of Torah arguing with each other, how do we paskate? So I'm like, Shtoik Bani Shtoik. Quiet, don't ask such a question. Le'Reisa is Rebbeisi. You never saw Rebbeisi. Ilamale Reisa... If you would have seen Rabbi Yaisi, Namuku Imoi, you would melt in front of him. You would realize that his das had the ability to explain every Nukud. The Rashi says, He made it so clear that anytime Rabbi Yaisi said a psak, we always pass on like Rabbi Yaisi. The Sanya. The Gemara now goes in this price through a various bunch of Tanoim. He was telling us over historically how Chazal or Magdir different. Tanoim. Remeir is Chacham, the cipher. He was actually a physical cipher. Rashi says he brings the Gemara in Saita. He was a Lavlarani. He was a cipher. Now was the praise. Rabbi Huda is Chacham Lekishayirtz. It's very interesting, the Kud over here. Rashi says it means when he was calm and he was able to think things through, he was an amazing Tamil Chacham. Rabbi Tarfin is called Gal Shalagoyzim, a pile of nuts. Rashi says just like when you have a pile of nuts, you pull one out, the whole thing falls down. Also, when you ask, Maybe Tarfin a question, he would bring a riot from all over Shas and all over Paiskim and all over the Midrashim and Safri and Safra and Psukim, all together. Maybe Shmuel is Chanut, Chanut Miyuzenet. He's like a store that has everything available. You go into a store and you want this, they give it to you. You want this, they give it to you because everything's in stock. Also, be Shmuel had Kolotar Kul on his fingertips. Rabbi Akiva was Oitzer Balum. He was Oitzer, like a storage place that was full. What does it mean, full? So Rashi has a very interesting shot. Rashi says Rabbi Akiva, when he started learning Torah, we know he started learning later in life, he learned everything. 
Now, sometimes when a kid, right, a child, you first you teach him Chumash, then you go through Mishnah, then Tesefta, then Gemara, in order. Rabbi Kiva, who I guess sounds like he had to catch up, he learned everything. Wherever he can get tired, whatever it was, Chumash, Mishnayis, everything was just all mixed up. Then later in life, he sat, and we got smarter when he got more of a Tamchacha, more experience, Rashi says, then he organized it all into, into like buckets, and he had the Sifri bucket, and the Sifra bucket, and the Medrash bucket, and the Gemara bucket, and the Psak bucket. Everything was beautifully organized. That's what it means, Oitzer Blum. Was like a peddler. When you go to a peddler, you say, "Can I? Do you have some of this? Yes. Do you have some of that spice? Yes. We have this some of this spice. In other words, wherever you asked him, he had available to you. Rashi says this is different than Rabbi Kiva. Learned it all mixed up, and then he had to organize it. It's a bigger madrig. Rabbi Yechonon had it all organized to begin with. Lazman Zaria was kupa shel besamim. Right? It's like a kupas reichlan. Rashi says very similar. Uh, by by Reichel, he has many more things. He has more experience. Whereas the Bsamim, he just has fewer things. It's a lower Madrigal. Mishnah, Sabi Eliezer, Ben Yaakov, Kav, Venoki. Right? He did not learn. It's interesting. We say Kav means he didn't learn a lot. But whatever he did learn was Naki, was perfect. So anytime we mention Eliezer, Ben Yaakov, we always paskin like him in those few places where he's mentioned. Rabbi Yaisi is what we're talking about as Namuku Imoy. Everybody understood clearly what he was referring to. Rabbi Shimon is Toichen Harbei. He ground up a lot. He learned a lot. And umoitzi kima. What does that mean? Umoitzi kima. Tana mishkach kima. Mishkach kima means he forgot a little bit. Umashumoitzi and umoitzi alasubin. That which he forgot was the stuff that was shaloy al pialocha. Anything was al pialocha. He remembered. Mechanim of Shimon Taminu Banai Shanu Midaisesh Midasei Trumais Mitrumais Midaisev Shabekiva. I'm just a little bit. Rekiva learned Kol Terakula. I am bare from that a little bit. I do Breira Chaber just to get to the Allah Chalamaisa part. Halavai remember that. So this is just a Hagdara of how we paskin. Again, uh, it's not for us to decide, but the Gemara is saying that's why Rabbi Paskin in this case, like Rabbi Yaisi, that Mila Le Mimsel Sheikh even by Amrimru Keneged Rabbi Meir. Back to our Sugya Gufa Amr Leshnayim Amr Lesayfer VeYichtayv. You tell two people to write to tell the sefer to write to get. Uplani uplani v'yichtum. Amar of who? Amar of. Kasher v'lezas zayis b'Yisrael. We said it's kosher. We said it's fine. But you shouldn't do such a thing. Why not? Amar lulav nachem. Amar lulav nachem. Lulamiyachad de kosher. Amar lezas b'zav. It's kosher. But what does that mean? We prefer you don't do it. Amar lechashin and shematiskaredim. We're afraid that since the bal here is not directly involved, and you're telling. You're telling two people to come to tell the cipher, and they're getting it from a third party, not from the Baal themselves. We're afraid maybe the Isha is going to be Seicher Edim and make the whole story up. Not a real chashash, because it's kosher, but we prefer not. That's always an old cult or a kula. You have Edim sign in a star, Edim say something kosher. We believe them. Why are we chashash over here? Says the Gemara, You're right. To say that Edom will actually lie and sign on a shtar b'sheker or something, that we're not chayshish for, 100%. But, and to say Edom's b'sheker, we don't have such a chashash. But to just say that the Baal said something when he really didn't say it, that we don't see necessarily 100% nemonis by Edom. And over there we have, we're chayshish on some level that the Isha could convince them to lie and tell the cipher to write it when he really didn't mean it. And the husband never said it, and therefore it's loisaseke. If you tell two people to get the sefer to write it, you sign. So here also, we prefer you don't do it because, again, it's similar to the previous case. In the previous case, you made up the whole business. 
Over here, you're just making up the, maybe it would make up the writing, but it doesn't matter. The signatures are the Iker part. We said Adam won't lie to sign. So in this case, there's really no chashash. Because Adam won't sign Besheker. It must be they're appointed by the Baal, and therefore we assume the cipher is kosher as well. But it's confusing with the previous case where they were telling other Adam to sign, so maybe we should make Xer. Rabbi Rechanam Rekoshev Sasa, it's fine. Rav Nachan Rekoshev Loi Sasa. Rav Nachan Sasa. Rabbi Rekoshev Loi Sasa. Rav Nachan Rekoshev Sasa. Lachaikis continued down the Darius. For Igat Apeklu, they switched Rabbi Shita with Rav Yosef. Continuing, we had him in the Mishnah. We said, Amal Asay Asar Kosvu. Turn up on him. Amal Asar Kosvu get. If you tell ten people to write the get, lishti echad obviously only one of them can write it. Al yidei kulam, so one writes it on behalf of all of them. Right, the, the other nine don't have to be involved. He's the shliach. Kulchem, but if you say I want all of them, then kaswech, then kasvu, then echad kaisim b'maimad kulam. They all have to be there and see it. To it's not just enough that he writes it for them; they have to be there when he writes it. What if he says, Halichu get Ishti, tells ten people to bring it, so Echam Baalechai, they call him. One brings it on behalf of all them. But if he says, Kolchem Halichu, Echam Baalechai, they all have to go. So it depends whether you say Kolchem or not. Ibailu. Mana Oisen Mao. What if you said Kolchem, and then, no, I'm sorry, you did not say Kolchem. You just said, you people, to write the Shtar, and then you name them, okay? You name them, um, uh, you know, Aleph, Ruven, Shem, and Levi, whatever it is, to write a get for my wife. So, is that the same or not? Now, here you did not say kulchem. You just named them. So, what's the halach in this case? So, if we amar mona eno kulchem, b'yechem mishum, b'yechem mishum, b'lazer d'min roima, amar mona reyo kulchem. Okay? So, one of them said counting them is like saying kulchem. One of them said counting them is not like saying kulchem. What is that? What is their machlaikas? Amar fapav lei pligi. No machlaikas. Hadamana kula, hadamana mktsasayu. There's ten people standing there. And you say, old Ruben, Shimon, Levi, Yehuda, Don, Avdali, God, Asher, Yisachar, Zvulin. So you mention all ten of their names. If you mention all ten of their names, that's one halacha. If you only, if there's ten of them standing and you only mention five of them, that's another halacha. And that's when we said, one said it is like Kulcham, one said it's not. Depends if you count them all or not. Which is which? So you can say this as far as in both directions, Rashi explains. When I just mention five of them, so then I didn't say kolchem. So I didn't, I just mentioned, I just meant any part of you is good enough. But if I count all of them, then I mean all of them. That's one approach. Another approach is the opposite. That when you manamiktsasan, I want those five. Okay? I want those five specifically out of them. But if I count all of them, then I just mean, I'm just naming all of you, but really I don't care which one of you does it. So it's actually, you could say svaris in both directions, and the Gemara doesn't come out with a pshat. Yehuda had a problem. He said, when you say kolchem, so then you have a problem. Do you mean all of them? Do you mean now all of them? So he said, what you should do is as follows. We should write in the get itself, or in the minui, you don't want to have kolchem. Kolchem is a dangerous situation, because if it wasn't kolchem, the get's puzzle, and then we don't know the get's puzzle, you can have a trouble. So we, if you want to say kolchem, you should say all of you, all of you, or anyone. You should specifically say anyone. When you talk about the signatures, chasmu again, oikolchen either all of you if you want, oikolchem and any two. Avila, when you talk about the bringing it, oikolchen and kolchad v'cham and eichem. Amarava, zinin the guys that dibur. That's a lot to write, and if you have to write all that, you're not going to write the whole thing. You're just going to write the kolchen part, and then it's going to have to be kolchem. And if it's not kolchem, it's puzzle. V'yama kolchem v'leyamul kolchem and eichem basel psule. Elamarava, chasmu kolchad v'cham and eichem chas koch. You don't say the whole lashon. 
Instead of saying, write or all of you, or part of you, you just write, the shorter Lashon is the better. Just say, any one of you want to write it, sign it, or bring it is good enough. Avoid Kulcham at all costs. Someone who has a, a, uh, like a, a seizure of some sort, and he loses his mind. We'll see where it comes from. comes from drinking a certain type of wine. And when he is not of sane mind, he's not sane at that moment. He's not considered, it's not considered amino, it's not considered a shema, it doesn't work. But, if he said it when he was healthy, then he lost his mind. When he was not sane, he tried to cancel it. That last statement does not count. Can you give the get while he is of this unsane mind? The Gemara will discuss it. Nishtatek, what about a case that was in Kordaikus? And a person lost his ability to speak, so he's unable to speak. So they know he wants to divorce his wife. And they say, Should we divorce your wife? He shakes his head, Yes. Can I say? So now you have to check. Is he a sign? He, since he can't communicate properly, you need to check if he's really sane or not. You check him three times. You ask him questions that the answer should be no or the answer should be yes. And if he gets the right answer each time with the head shakes, then that is enough. Das. What about a case of a, someone who was born in Elay, Mecheresh? The Gemara will discuss all these cases. The Gemara takes this opportunity now to mention mentions Kordaikus, which is some kind of disease you get from drinking very fresh wine. The Gemara now, uh, the Gemara, it's, it's based on a shade or a disease. The Gemara takes this opportunity to go a few blot Gemara on all kinds of remedies for various illnesses and to talk about Shadim, which are considered to be behind many of these illnesses. This Gemara is uh, obviously not Halachalamaisa. The Gemara is difficult to understand and read. We'll read it and explain the best we can. My Kordaikus. Amar Shmuel, Shmuel is the nachte, you got bitten by chamra chalata de matzrasa. If you have new fresh wine, right from where it's squeezed, so this is what we call yayin migita, it's like a, a little early fermentation of the wine, that can lead to this disease called kerdaikas. So why doesn't it say, have a listening mishan ashko yayin chalash, to say, someone who drank new wine. Hakamashman da rucha kerdaikashma. We want to tell you that the shade the shade, the spirit that takes over the person at this point, if he drinks this wine, it's called Kardaikas. Who cares? The man of Kamina. The Kamiya, if you want to write a Kamiya, you have to write the name of the shade in it. Mayasute. So how do you get healed from this? And that's where it gets interesting. Basra Sumka. You bring some red meat, right? It's weak meat. Sumka means like it's, it's not very thick, not fatty meat. Or Gmure, you roast it on coals. Vechamra Marka and diluted wine. So you drink this drink this diluted wine with some roasted meat that's not fatty, that's how to heal from this. Amar Abaya, Amar Liyem, Abaya we know was uh, raised by like a stepmother, and she seemed to be a nurse of some sort, and she gave always a lot of different refuas. The Shim Shabbat if someone has fever for one day, Kuzah Demaya, just drink a little bit of water, that, that should help you. Bashtrei, you went for less for two days. So then, Sikuri, then you want to have akozas dam. You want to do a bloodletting. Uh, they make they make a little cut and you bloodletting. Bastlasa yuma for less for three days. Basra sumka. Again, you eat this weak meat. A gumri roasted on coals with chamamarka and diluted wine. The shimshatika, if it's a long time of type of fever. So lacy tanagalisa kumasi. You bring some kind of dark colored chicken. 
If you cut it length and width, the person should shave the top of his head. If you put this bloody chicken on top of the person's now shaved bald head, and you put it there until it like sticks to it. And then take it off. You should go into a pool of water until his neck. Until he gets very weak, I guess, from the water. And then he and then he could come out of the water and he will be fine from the blood of the chicken and from this, sounds like hot water he's going to, it's not clear, and that will take care of him. Vila, if he doesn't have that available, Lechel Karti, you should eat this Karti, a vegetable. Vilinchos, Vilekim Amaya, again go into the water, Adzavar until he swim into the water until his neck, Adzavar until he's weak, Uri Vilimud, and then swim out, Vilasekev Vilasev, and then he can go home. Lishimsha, it's that Lishimsha. As we said, if he's if he has this fever, bisra sumko this this light meat agumri on coals vechamer marka and diluted wine. The talga if he's cold, he has chills. Then bisra shmina the opposite. Then you want to have fat meat agumri vechamer chaya and very strong wine. So Ravaman Chasidah Kevin Metzarin Lebei Rishkalusa. So Rishkalusa did not get along with him. They were politicians, and I guess he he didn't get along with them. So, they would make him lie down in snow, and then he would get freezing. They would like tease him and say, Oh, what can we bring you to help you out? We see you're freezing. So he knew the trick. Whatever I asked them, they're going to bring me the opposite. So he said, When you're cold, we just said you want fatty meat. So he asked them, First, not fatty meat. The lean meat, vechamer marka, and diluted wine, and they brought him the opposite. Isla inu bisur shmina, they brought him fat meat, agumri roasted vechamer chay, and strong wine, and that helped. Shama Yalta. Yalta was the wife of Rav Nachman, and she was very involved over there with the politics, apparently. And she heard what was going on, and she heard that uh, <coughs> that Rav Amram Chasida was being, uh, you know. Uh, Tortured, I guess, by the Reish Galusa, and he was sick. So she took a mile of the she brought him to like the Schwitz, to the bathhouse. She put him in that hot water. It turned all red from soaking the blood out of him. And his skin got like all smooth or chapped out, and uh, sounds like, and that, that healed him. When he had this chill, so he would do exercise. You go work on a rechayim, and that sweats it out. He would carry around boards. If you're cold and you do work, so that warms you up. Why don't you come eat with us? I don't like your servants. Your servants feed everyone. I'll show you that your servants are feeding you everyone. So said to his servants, Go steal one of the legs of the animal of the Reish Galusa that they just shechted. Obviously, Reish Galusa knew about it. He told them, fine. So, from one of the animals they just shechted, they stole one of the legs. So now, the servants of Reish Galusa Brought him this, his dinner, giant animal, slaughtered. So I see you brought me the whole animal, only three legs. Where's the fourth leg? So 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 they brought. I'm sorry, they brought him the animal with three legs, and he said to them, "Well, it's only has three legs." So have a I see So they ran and they cut off an animal, a leg from a live animal, and they brought it to to. So So he said to Rav Sheshu, Rav Sheshu said, tell his servant, bring out the one you stole, a suv, and they put it there. Oh, so now it has five legs. 
<laughs> so they caught him. So, Rosh Kalusha said, I see your Sheshis, you're right, that my servants can't be trusted from Kashras, so uh, your servants should take care of things. No problem. So, Kribi Taku Kameh, so now they brought, apparently, Rosh Kalusha's, Rosh Kalusha's servants, I don't know, prepared the food or whatever it is, and um, now Rosh Kalusha's servants were like the waiters. So, they brought a, a plate in front of Rosh Kalusha's, Rosh Kalusha was blind. And they put inside of it a small bone that he could easily choke on. And they assumed he's blind, he won't see the bone, or he'll choke. But he felt it. And he took it out. But he wrapped it up in a napkin. We'll see why. After they all ate, so they saw he wrapped up something in a napkin. So they accused him of stealing. Amri Lei, he must have stolen some silver in there. When they were checking, they found wrapped up there not any silver, but this bone. You see, you didn't eat. There was a piece of meat here. You put away. You pretended you were eating, and you weren't hungry at all. You're just making trouble for us with the kashras. I did eat. But when I tasted it, I felt that there was shin. There was like a bad meat. There was rotten meat. No, we don't have any spoiled meat. Check, check on the leather of the skin. If you have a dark animal that has white blotches, a white animal that has dark blotches, that's a simon that the, the meat underneath it is spoiled. But the takasid was spoiled. So he, he, he wasn't eating the meat because he was afraid of the bone, but Lamaisi accused it, it's not clear if it was a nace or whatever, and um, it was spoiled meat. So he's now caught them serving every menachai and spoiled meat. So Kikonofik, so they were really upset at Rav Sheshis, these servants of Rav So when he was going out, Karulei they dug a hole, and they covered it over with a mat, some sort of carpet, and they wanted Rav Sheshis to fall into it. Again, he was blind. Come, walk over here, rest. So if Chista was there, and he saw what was happening, he couldn't say anything. So Nachar of he he gave a grunt to warn of Sheshis. Amalei, so Sheshis said something's weird. So Amalei, the Yuki said to a child, what did you learn today? We had this Gemara, like this earlier. You don't have a Nevuah, you ask a child, what did he learn? Amalei, the Pasuk says in Shmuel Beis, you should go to the right or the left. So he took that as a simon, not to walk straight. What's in front of us? He was blind. I see a carpet on the ground. Go around it. The boss of the Nafik, when they got out safely, how did you know that to avoid the hole? You gave me that grunt and you warned me. I heard the child. These guys are suspicious. I see already they're serving every menachai, spoiled meat, trying to put a, ra- a bone in there. So I was very, very careful and that's how I was able to be saved. We'll continue tomorrow in more of this Agatha.